The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hi, it's Jenny. Welcome to Channel Mom. So glad you could join us today. I'm really hoping there's a reason you tuned in today, that we have a message that is going to help your life, change your life, uh, fix up your life, whatever it is that you need today. I think you're going to be excited about both of our guests. Uh, first of all, something very unusual. A member of my family will be on the show today to share all of my secrets. I'm kind of being serious, actually. He may share some of my secrets. But secondly, and probably most importantly, we have got the nationally recognized expert on relationships and author of a New York Times bestseller with a new book coming out next week. But he's giving our audience a special preview. The principles in this book are designed specifically to help Moms. It's a book for moms, made for moms to help moms in their life with something very unique. This book holds the key to improving your mother-son relationships. It's a new key. It's different. It's not necessarily what you've always heard. This really could help you. It's a proven approach that could completely change things for a lot of moms out there, mothers of sons. I happen to be a mother of a son and a daughter. But by the way, mothers of all daughters, you should stick around because there's some principles in here, uh, both for your parenting and your marriage, that you're, you may want to hear. And your daughters need to know this stuff. Before we launch in with Dr. Emerson Egerich of Love and Respect and his new book, Mother and Son, I just want to say I have a new blog out there. I took a little risk. The title of the blog is Why Christian Clichés Bug Me. And uh, don't be afraid of the title. Don't be mad at me for the title. I'm being real. And I think uh, that we scare a lot of people away from God by the way we talk sometimes. And I am, have a huge heart for people who, who are not on a faith walk yet and who do not believe in God but, but really need him. And I don't want to scare them away. So uh, my new book, or my new book, I don't have one yet, uh, Why Christian Clichés Bug me. Uh, it's on channelmom.com and also on First Corinthians 13 parenting. You can find it in both places. And I'd love for you to go read it. Okay. I know how much he loves to be on the show. Dr. Egerich, welcome to Channel Mom. Hey, thank you so much. I love it. I, uh, thank you. Yes, I should just have you do a commercial for me sometime. Um, <laughs> I want to review for people who you are and why you've come up with this new book that relates to what you've already done very successfully, which is to help people in their marriages. You have a principle called love and respect, and you have a whole program and a book that is designed around love and respect that has revolutionized thousands of marriages. So tell us about that principle first, and then we'll talk about how you're applying it to the mother and son relationship. Well, the broader principle is the University of Washington discovered that uh, the key to successful relationships after they studied, you know, 2,000 couples for 20 years is love and respect, that those who succeeded, their conversations, their tone, their attitudes were carried along with love and respect. 
but it became very gender-specific. Most men are assured of their wives' love. Not all, but most are. So during conflict, men feel that you don't like me, that you don't respect who I am. And in fact, women have given, been given license to say, I don't feel any respect for you right now. You haven't earned it. You don't deserve it. You're not superior to me. I'm not inferior to you. I'm not going to give you license to do whatever you want to do. And she goes through this mantra, and he just shuts down. But every man is motivated to serve and die for honor. We can talk about that with Otis today, that we are he deeply motivated by issues of honor. That's why we, we go to the Gladiator movie or the Saving of Private Ryan. We, we have a strong appeal toward that. But we're very sensitive when you send a message to us inadvertently that we f you find us inadequate and uh, you don't respect us because of that. It, it, you, you'll lose our hearts just as a husband who's harsh and angry or says no one could ever love you. These are, uh, you know, knives in the heart. And, of course, we've been doing this with marriage now since 1999, and the Love and Respect book, as you pointed out, has done very well, and we are very excited about this simple message. Men love it. Women say, why hasn't anybody told us this? But most people get on then what I call the crazy cycle. Without love, she reacts without respect. Without respect, he reacts without love. And this is where it gets confusing because she's crying out for love but does it in a way that feels disrespectful to him. When he says, you're not respecting me, it sounds very unloving to her. And so both are crying out to meet the deeper need that I have. Would you do that, please? But we end up coming across in a way that offends, and people get on the crazy cycle. Yeah. And that's, uh, in essence, where we're at. We also talk about how to get off of that, and we have a whole book on that. But that gives a little taste of the crazy cycle that most of us get on, and uh it is uh, something we're helping couples to jump off of sooner. Yeah, millions of couples worldwide are on that cycle. And, and we don't say that women don't feel any need respect for respect or that men don't feel any need for love. But the deeper need for a woman is to feel like she's loved. And the deeper need for a man is to feel like he's respected often. And, and it's a great message. And it works when it's applied. And it revolutionizes things. So now you've taken that and you said, you know what? Hey, we can apply this to the mother-son relationship. And you already have testimony of mom saying, I did what you said with the respect thing, and it's completely changed my relationship with my son. Tell us about that. Well, actually, it was the mothers who wrote me, and, uh, and Sarah, my wife, is the one that put me onto this early on because the mantra, the pushback is, you know, you're not superior to me, I'm not inferior, I don't feel it, you haven't earned it, you don't deserve it, uh, you know, I'm not returning the male patriarchy, I'm not going to fear male dominance, I'm not going to subject myself to emotional abuse, I'm not going to be on eggshells. She said... How many of you have sons? She wanted me to ask our audiences, how many of you have sons? And, of course, everybody raised their hands. I, and then she said, face the mothers, that attitude that you have toward your husband is going to be the attitude your sweet daughter-in-law has toward your son. Well, you can almost see the light bulbs going on because mothers adore their babies. But they also then became more receptive to it. But they also realized, hey, this is, this is a man in the making. And they went home, and I didn't tell them to do this, they began to apply it to their boys because they care for their boys, and suddenly the boys responded differently. The boys didn't walk on water. They didn't become perfect, but there was less negativity, and there were moments of deep connection that had passed long ago because she was coming across in a way that felt disrespectful to him, but she didn't see it because she was trying to do the loving thing to motivate him to be more loving, 
but delivered it in a way that every male feels is disrespectful. But when she softened that a little bit, she didn't lose power. She increased her influence, and the boy stayed engaged, and they started writing. I didn't ask any of them to write me. They began to write me these notes on what has happened in their relationship. And this book, Mother and Son, The Respect Effect, is uh, the consequence uh, and the exciting consequences of all those emails and those testimonies. Yeah, and I'm going to interject and say we're up against two cultural things here. Number one, women's lib on steroids, which has given women license to say, men don't deserve my respect. I'm equal to them. I can treat them however I want. They're not acting right, so I'm going to put them down. Women are just as important and, and just as powerful and so on as men. And I'm not putting down some of the ideas between women you know, deserving equal rights. But I am saying it's gone off the tr- track and it's cool now to think men are idiots and and to not give them respect so you're up against that number one i think um and i don't remember what my number two is i'll probably think of it later but but you you have have you have to overcome that when when you're focusing on this mother-son relationship now we brought my son in today on purpose um his name is otis Otis Dean Schmidt. Initially, when my husband named him that, I didn't like it, but now I love it because it's unique. Uh, and so Otis is going to, to open up a little bit, I'm hoping, about the way I talk to him because I don't always talk to him with respect. That's the other thing I think we're up against, Dr. E, is that what you mentioned. I, I sometimes will think, well, my husband doesn't deserve my respect. He hasn't done anything good for me today. Or oh, my son is being a jerk, so I'm, I'm, he doesn't deserve my respect. Women have to get over that hump. Before we talk to Otis, how do, how do women get over that hump of thinking, well, they don't deserve it. Why on earth would I give them respect? Well, we agree. Uh, Another person doesn't deserve respect on many occasions. The behavior that is being demonstrated is not worthy of respect. Uh, The argument isn't about the other person deserving it. The argument is, does any human being respond to contempt? If you show your husband or your son contempt because he doesn't deserve respect, how effective is that? We point out in marriage, no husband feels fond feelings of love and affection in his heart toward a wife he thinks despises who he is as a human being. And the same thing, a husband can say, she's not lovable. I mean, who could love that woman? Mm -hmm. Okay, so does that mean you can be unloving then? See, the logic is uh, asinine when we stop and think about it. It's illogical for a husband to say, I don't have to love her because she's not lovable. And I say to him, this isn't about who she fails to be. This is about who God calls you to be, and also recognize your proclivity to be unloving during conflict. You have a propensity to react in a way that feels unloving to your wife. You may not think you are, and you may think she deserves this unloving response to teach her a lesson, but it will absolutely go over like a Led Zeppelin. And so, too, the wife who says, well, he doesn't deserve it. I'm not going to give it to him. So you're going to give him contempt and disrespect? It won't work, even though your feelings are real and even though he's undeserving of it. The key is respectfully confronting that which is not respectable and not losing your dignity. Because when you do, every man I know will just shut down. He'll just close off. He will disengage. And that's the last thing the woman wants. So what we encourage a woman to do is try this out and see if you're losing power. See if you're losing influence. See if you're losing a sense of self. See if you're setting the feminist team back 50 years. You'll find that's not the case at all. But there is a fear that women have. And what we want to encourage them to do is you're, you're, you're a mature woman. You can handle this. You can do this. And you're not losing power. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you for putting it that way. Uh, I, I, I thought of my second point. My second point is this, and we only have a minute until break anyway. But my second point is that if if you will do as Dr. Egerich instructs and and give a man respect, even if you don't feel like he deserves it, so use respect language and, and treat him respectfully, even if he doesn't deserve it, so you act first, okay, he will rise to the occasion so often. So if you begin to treat a man with respect, he will begin to act respectably. Now, it may not be overnight, but it will be eventual. I've watched it occur. And again, if a, if a ma, if a man treats a woman with love, she will begin to act uh, in a way that deserves love. You know that she'll begin to act lovingly instead of you know rolling the eyes and the other stuff that Dr. E says women do when they get angry. So uh, we just have 30 seconds. So I'm going to wrap this segment up. But when we come back, my son Otis Dean Schmidt. He really just goes by Otis, is going to be honest about how I talk to him and how if I talk to him respectfully, it might change things. So stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. We want to help you with this. from Channel Mom, and if you'd like a savvy real estate tip for winter, listen to Michelle Walters. If you're thinking about buying a home, now is a great time to start. The Fed is probably going to raise interest rates continually over the next few months, so get that mortgage rate locked in now. Awesome advice. Hey, if you want to check out Michelle, go to SuburbanDenverProperties.com. That's SuburbanDenverProperties.com, where she makes it her mission to find you your real dream home. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. You are a mother and maybe a dad, actually. You listen to the show today. And we just love you and we thank you for what you do in your parenting. We thank you, moms. You're immensely important to this world, even if nobody tells you. We are here today with Dr. Emerson Egerich of Love and Respect fame. He has a book called Love and Respect to Help Marriages that has been a bestseller and done very well. He's now coming out with a new book on Monday the 4th, so you're getting a sneak peek right, peek right now, uh, called Mother and Son, about how women talking to their sons with respect, it's called Mother and Son, The Respect Effect, uh, if a woman talks to her son with respect, it can change everything if she's struggling with him. So, uh, Dr. E, tell us briefly about that talk, and then I want to bring Otis in and, and talk to him about how I talk to him and how I could be better at that. Well, and that's the beautiful thing about mothers and, and women is that they're very um, teachable, very humble, but women can also move into shame very quickly. So it's important for any mother listening is we're all going to blow it. You're not the worst mother on the planet if you have failed to do this because boys are very forgiving and because they see mothers as very loving and very virtuous, and so just relax. The end of the world has not come. If over the last so many months you have, you know, violated this, boys rebound quite quickly. And uh, and here's kind of what respect talk looks like. Let's say you're having a, a real uh, moment of uh, heated fellowship, as we say. Yeah. And and here's what we mean by respect. Look, I'm not using this topic you can say to your son, as an opportunity to send you a message that I don't respect you. I'm not trying to dishonor you. I'm trying to address the issue at hand, okay? Let's just take five minutes to calm down and revisit the matter respectfully. Mm -hmm. Now, in that, you'll see all the usage of 
respect talk instead of saying, you know, uh, I'm not trying to tell you that I don't love you. I do love you. You know, I'm not trying to be unloving here. I mean, let's just take a few minutes and come back and try to talk about this lovingly. Well, you know, that's yeah. not the language that ultimately appeals to the boy, and particularly if he felt like you were being disrespectful. He knows you're loving. There isn't anybody that loves him more. That's never the question on the table for him. He really thinks that's your message to him, that he needs to be more loving like you, and so you lose him right there. But you introduce respect talk, like I'm not trying to dishonor you. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I'm spitting mad right now. Yeah. Let's take a time out. That's what we mean by introducing. You don't lose power. You gain power. and You influence the spirit of the son. He'll stay more open. And also I say women can do this because women are good with words. The communication ability of females is off the charts. And so you can do this. The yeah. question on the table is whether you feel somehow you're compromising. And I need to say, many mothers may be saying, but he needs to be respectful for me. I wrote a whole book about that. You as a mother needs to be honored and respected. That's the family book, Love and Respect in the Family. But what we realize is that boys have a need. They have a need to be treated respectfully. Brain research points this out. And so here's the way you can begin, by just backing into it, by saying, I'm not trying to dishonor you. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Yeah. Instead of being proactive, just try to tell them you're not trying to be as reactive. Yeah, and and Otis, I want to bring you in now. Otis is my son. He's 17. I do not always speak respectfully to him. Um, I, but I was realizing the other day, I thought, you know what, Jenny, sometimes you just hear what you're saying, and you don't think about what he's hearing. And I think that's a rule for for parents is, you you know, don't just think about what you're saying. What is your child hearing at their age, at their stage? What do they hear from you? So, Otis, be honest. You don't have to be, to be nice right now. What are the words I use? Or the, what is the way I make you feel when I'm not talking respectfully to you, when, I, when you've made me mad and I'm correcting you? Uh, well, I basically just feel like I'm not really as big a part of the family at that point. And I feel like you don't see me as growing into a man and more of just a child that needs to be corrected and put back into his place. And I feel like uh, I'm not on the same page as you when that is occurring. Yeah, that's honest. Does You sometimes use the word love, Otis, but I feel like it's almost um, the same as respect for you. So you, sometimes you'll say, Mom, you're acting like you don't love me. But I think sometimes when I... When you're saying that to me, it's because I'm not respecting you. Is that is that right? Uh, yeah. I associate love really heavily with respect in that you respect me as the man I'm trying to become. And I feel like without respect, there's almost a lack of love, which I know is not the case, but it that's how I respond to it yeah. in that scenario. Yeah. He, he will say, you don't love me as much as you love my sister. You know, when I'm being disrespectful. So, so Dr. E, I, I want to ask a question. So let's say he has made me mad and I think he's made some bad choices or I think he's talking disrespectfully to me. Um, how can a woman take a quick time out and, and how can I turn around and talk to Otis? I, the thing I've learned to do because of you is I'll turn around and say, Otis, I just want you to know I respect you, but I'm mad about this. So is that a good start? Oh, it's absolutely, and Otis would probably agree with that. I mean, unless he doesn't believe you, but I think, you know, you say... Something like, you know, you know, frankly, I believe in you more than I think you believe in yourself right now. I'm disappointed. This is conduct unbecoming. The fact is you'd literally die for me if someone came in to try to harm me. You would literally die for me. So there isn't anybody that's more honorable than you. The dog gone it. Why don't you pick up your room? Yeah. How do I say this without you thinking I'm dissing you all the time? See, a lot of boys will start grinning at that point. 
And this is where mothers need to understand, boys are not going to disengage. You can say a lot to a boy, but if you, if you wrap it in respect talk, but if you start saying you're contemptible, you're disgusting, I can't believe you never listened to me, you don't have, you know, oh, you, you've lost him right there. Yeah, yeah. Otis, um, do you believe me when I say I respect you? Because I've been doing it a little bit more lately. Do you believe it or do you think I'm just acting? Uh, depends on the situation. Sometimes if it's like in the middle of a verbal argument, I'm like, oh, she's just saying that to get me to shut up. But <laughs> I, in general, I believe that you respect me and you can see it more and more. It's just during those arguments, I'm like, ah, it's just one of her tactics. Uh, yeah, right. Well, we only have four minutes left. I want to get to, to one or two other quick things when we do this. Um, I'm so glad that my son was willing to come on and do this with me today. It's a blessing that, that he's being honest. I, I think um, sometimes the, the girl, woman's temptation is to say, I love you, buddy. So, Otis, if I were to, when I, because I say I love you every night, and you're very good about saying it to me constantly. You're really good about that. But But would it mean more to you if I said, I love you, bud, or if I said, you know, you're you're a warrior, Otis. I, I just have noticed today how strong you fight in this area, and I'm just so impressed. I mean, which which one would hit you more? Uh, definitely the warrior one because uh, you're a mom, so I know that you love me unconditionally. And I think as a guy in high school, I see the warrior aspect as more honorable and more something that's a little more manly than hey, my mom loves me, but no, she thinks of me as a warrior and a guy that's heading into battle. I think that's that's cool, and that's a little more identifiable than just I love you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's because I think women lean on that. Okay, last thing, Dr. E, with, while my son is here, before we tell everybody how to get a hold of your new book, Mother and Son, um, I, I thought about the pride issue because I'm constantly trying to tell my son because he's I'm just going to be a mom here. He's super gifted. He's very smart. He's athletic. He's handsome. He's all those things. And I'm not just saying that because he's a mom. I don't want him to be prideful because I think he'll be ineffective. And and um, there's research out there, a book called Nurture Shock, that says if we overpraise our kids, it's not good for them. And and the Bible says pride is not good. So how do we say we respect them without them becoming prideful? Well, I think again it. If you're dealing with character qualities uh, as opposed to performance, and, and that's an important distinction I make in the book, that we're talking about it like integrity, we're talking about uh, concern for his sister or someone at school that he defends. Look for character qualities as opposed to, hey, you're getting all A pluses, you're the smartest kid in the class. Well, if he's got two parents that are with IQs of 160, he was born that way. That's an innate giftedness that he had nothing to do with. So unchangeable features, things that he has nothing to do with, you praise those things and that can be a problem, but character qualities. But I'd also say, going back to another point, and, and Otis was very insightful on this, if a mother uses this as a tactic or a formula to try to get the boy to perform, it'll backfire. Just as if a, a father is very loving to try to get his daughter to be quiet, yeah. she will read very quickly that this is not sincere, it's manipulative, it's not highly motivational. So mothers must be genuine in this and not use it as a formula. Oh, I'll try this out. He's not a guinea pig. He has a need to be honored. And just as we talked here about him being honored for being a warrior, how that appeals to him, if it's sincerely stated, stated based on his character qualities. Yeah. Otis, when I treat you with honor and it's sincere and I say, you know, I, I treat you with honor and I respect your opinion and I let you have an input and I maybe adhere to the input, does it make you feel more like loving me back? Well, I love you no matter what, but it definitely, it, it feels like a better relationship at that time because I feel like you see me as kind of growing into like a man that can be the man of the house and take care of a family other than my own and that 
uh, I'll someday be the kind of guy that dad is, and I feel like that's a better relationship between you and me. Yeah. Okay, I'm about to cry on the radio because my son is making me happy um, by loving me that way. So, Otis, thank you, sweetie, for being – I shouldn't call you sweetie. Thank you, my honorable man. Thank you, my honorable man, for being on the radio with me today, Otis. I'm going to close with Dr. E, but, but you're allowed to go. Thanks so much, Otis. Of course. Bye, Mom. See you, Dr. E. Thank you, Otis. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah, he did a great job. Uh, I, you know, I, yeah. No one's perfect, but he did a nice job. So so tell folks, Dr. E, how, how do they track you down? How do they track this advice down? How do they track the book down? Well, it's going to be in all the bookstores, all over, everywhere, coming uh, Monday, uh, the 4th of April. And uh, they can go to our website, loveandrespect.com, L-O-V-E-A-N-D-R-E-S-P-E-C-T.com. Yes. And uh, they can find information there. So that, I think, answers your question. Yeah, it does. And it's called Mother and Son, The Respect Effect. You have proven record of the fact that it has revolutionized relationships across the country. And and I hope it does really well. I hope this is a blessing to moms. And and I hope even if they can't afford the book, they've gotten something out of the show today. And you and Aretha should really team up so she can sing Love Uh and Respect with you. (laughs) Hey, say hello to Sarah for us. God bless you, Dr. E. Thanks so much for being on Channel Mom. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. All righty, there you have it. Uh, we are here for you, Mom. The, the reason we do this show, the reason we do the podcast and the web TV on YouTube and, you know, uh, the outreach that we do and the Channel Mom Coffees and the One Amazing Mom Award and we now have a Channel Mom Scholarship for homeless moms, the, the, the things that we do are completely and entirely because we want to be that voice in society that says motherhood is important. And uh, we need you, and we need you to do it well. So God bless you for the hard task of motherhood. Uh, we want to help it make it rewarding as well. So please support us at channelmom.com. Just push the donate button. You will help keep us on the radio if you can donate and uh, be a partner. I'd be so blessed to have some of you come alongside us and do that. In the meantime, have a great weekend with your sons and your daughters. God bless you. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.